SAFM. Prime time all day long. Social conversations. Let's welcome our next A-team guest, uh, Sharif Baker, who's chairperson of uh, South African... Uh, Southern African uh, Communications Industry Association, and we are talking about the plight of the entertainment industry since the COVID-19. I know it's a conversation we have had, but it just keeps exasperating because we don't see artists uh, being able to go out and earn a living. Please do interact with us, um, A-teamers. Perhaps you're an artist, or perhaps you're one that misses going to the theater, or you miss going to a live performance, and you're asking yourself when Next, will we have that opportunity? Call in 011-714-2006. Perhaps you even are a person who has solutions on how the entertainment industry can be able to pull up its socks again and start earning a living. 0614-104-107 is your WhatsApp line or SMS 41391. Sheriff, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia, and good evening to the listeners. It's been a tough year and a half, almost going to two years for artists. And uh, it doesn't seem like there's an end in sight. That's saying it at the very least. It has been extremely difficult for all artists, for all creative practitioners throughout the value chain. Um, we haven't been able to do anything, as you said, from the 26th of March 2020, with only some form of light under lockdown level zero. It has been quite exasperating. So on the ground, I mean, you interact with artists from various fields and disciplines. What is the feel of artists and how are they able to survive? With, with great difficulty. You know, obviously we've relied heavily on relief from, from government, from the Department of Sports and Arts and Culture. Uh, but, you know, there isn't a bottomless pit uh, with endless money. And we can, the department is only able to look after that many amount of people. Um, and yes, we have been looking after ourselves to a certain extent, trying to raise funds via the digital platform and streaming and what have you to look after, at least putting food vouchers on the table. But it's been very, very, very difficult. Uh, I mean, a lot of our artists have kept it calm. We haven't protested. We haven't toy toyed. We haven't done anything untowards. We, we, we've kept within the confines of the law still hoping and praying that government will realize the plight of the creative practitioner. Uh, but it might be coming to a head because right now, especially after last night's sort of, uh, uh, announcement, there was still not even any recognition for the creative sector. It, it, it's scary times ahead of us, Patricia. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, some are surviving with the food, um, you know, uh, parcels and the food stamps and what have you not, the vouchers. But have these reached all the artists? Have these reached all the creative practitioners? Not at all. We have lost so many creative practitioners and artists along the way. And I regret to tell you, even from a suicide perspective, because of not being able to put food on the table or pay bills or do anything to look after themselves or their families. It's actually, and these are realities that I'm telling you. I, I, I don't want to sugarcoat it. It is actually that bad. As much as there is a food voucher that has become available today, there isn't one that's one for next week or the week thereafter. There are times where people reach out to us and, uh, for, to, to, uh, to our association begging and crying 
can you help us at least with a plate of food? And we're one of many associations that still go out to try and assist many of our creative practitioners. But, you know, it's, it's again, how long is a piece of string, Patricia? Sure, Sharif, it's, it's sad. It's a, a sad reality. So after yesterday's uh, speech by our President Cyril Ramaphosa, um, you as uh, the Southern African uh, Communications Industry Association and uh, your partners and associates within the, in, uh, the association, what was your take away and what actions do you feel need to be taken so that the creative industry can have its day, you know? Yeah, you know, the takeaway was meaningless for us, you know, whether it's lockdown level adjusted two, three, four or five or one means nothing to us until we can go back to work. Uh, the fact that, you know, other industries that were only under lockdown for a month cried bitterly and were listened to by government is an absolute insult to us and a slap in our face, especially when our industry amongst every other industry has been a regulated industry even pre-COVID. Under the SASRIA Act, you cannot host an event, whether it be a live conference business event, without approvals from and permits from police and municipalities. So much so, as soon as COVID took place, we, together with the Event Safety Alliance of the Americas and of Europe, put together a comprehensive document which would allow for us to reopen our industry under guidelines and certain conditions, not completely, understandably so, but would be able to work in our industry uh, where we would be able to look after ourselves and protect ourselves as much as possible against COVID-19. Today, we have vaccinations. Today, we have rapid testing. And yet the National Command Coronavirus Council still ignores us. And here we're saying to them, we can look after ourselves. We can help you, government, in making sure our industry can go back up to where it was and continue to contribute to GDP. But we're just being ignored, Patricia, and it's quite frustrating. How have you submitted your points? I mean, perhaps that's where we should start. How have you submitted your suggestions and your key learnings from other uh, countries that are able to still have uh, live performances and see the, the, the creative arts practitioners still earning a living? Patricia, I'm glad you brought up that point. You know, over and above the learnings from Europe, uh, from England, that show categorically that it can be done, what we have done here is followed the rule and the letter of the law, spoken to attorneys, put together with the SASRIA Act, worked with the Department of Sports and Arts and Culture, who are the custodians of the SASRIA Act. We've then taken it a step further and worked with SASCOC so that we can open up for spectators and gone through the guidelines and laws there. We've then presented it to NAC Joints, the National Joints Council. We've submitted it to NEDLAC and it's sitting with the National Command Council, which it has been for over a year, yet it still falls on deaf ears, and it's become rather frustrating, Patricia. Deaf ears. So all these submissions, no one wants to do anything about them. No one is saying anything. There's no utterances to bring hope to the industry. So what then? Does this mean that what could become the next Nollywood from Nigeria or the next Hollywood in the United States or the next Bollywood in India will never happen in South Africa? 
uh, you're saying <laughs> the right words. If we don't do something about it, whether it be music, whether it be art, whether it be film, or whether it be television, we'll hit a brick wall. We're already seeing an exodus of technicians and artists leave our country for greener pastures that have reopened. Um, Lord alone knows what will happen in six months' time, because if our artists cannot sustain themselves, and if they are lucky enough to get a position in another form of work, and they leave the creative world, we will not have any music to play on. There will be no music for life, and uh, that will be very heartbreaking. A-teamers, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's a really serious state um, that we find ourselves in in this industry. And perhaps I'm, I'm, perhaps I feel it because I'm part of this creative industry. Perhaps my colleagues and I understand exactly what um, you know is entailed within this industry. Yes, we are still privileged that we can come here on a particular days for a couple of hours and you know do shows. But this industry touches all of us. And when it looks the way it looks, <laughs> Phew, I, don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, we are talking to Sharif Baker, who's chairperson of the Southern African Communications Industry Association. And uh, we're looking at what COVID has done uh, to the entertainment industry and how creative practitioners are surviving right now. Please do interact with us. 614 is our WhatsApp number, or you can call in on 011-714-2006. Social Conversations. Sharif, young people who are saying, I want to join the creative arts industry, after hearing our conversation, are going to be left with a bitter taste in their mouths already it's not one that um, you know parents will say I, I, I hope my daughter aspires to become a musician I hope my son aspires to become you know a, a theater actor or an artist it, it's, it's not one that is glorified this industry of ours it's not one that has securities but for those who are saying I really thought I would have a chance in this industry. L- listening to our conversation, looking at the state that, you know, COVID-19 has put us in and, and, and you know, how do we bring hope? How do we bring hope to the young, um, you know, entrants into this industry? Very carefully, and we cannot lose sight of that because obviously they are the next generation for our industry, not just for our industry, for various industries. And this is where... You hold on to the likes of some of our most profound artists, Black Coffee and Master KG, that inspire us with great music. If you look at some of the track records and some of the via Semro and some of the, the, the iTunes and what have you, we've had the likes of Joyous Celebration sitting number one globally on some of the music. That's how powerful South African music is. And that alone should be inspiration to our young uh, up-and-coming artists that want to uh, be part of our creative sector. But more than that, the powerful renditions that come out of theater, we are such a culturally driven society. The poetry that comes out of us, the artwork that comes out of us has been recognized globally, and that we need to showcase constantly. And this is why I actually applaud to a certain extent the Department of Sports and Arts and Culture pushing forward via Minister Nati and Tetwa some of these initiatives to make sure we can keep the candle burning for our young creators to aspire to hopefully take over where some of us in the older generation will be leaving off 
or paving the way for them. However, that can only happen if the rest of the government hold hands with us. Now, are artists um, planning some sort of, um, you know, uh, sit down or some sort of uh, let's uh, have a peaceful, silent march or some sort of, you know, I, I don't know. A lot is happening. A lot is happening in our country right now. What is the action that we are planning as artists? Patricia, I think the one thing that we as the creative sector were very proud of uh, was that we didn't form part of anything illegal. So much so we got hands-on involved in trying to, and still are trying to mop up and clean up for the devastation that took place over the last one week or two. The one thing that is, though, happening with our creative sector, they are slowly getting a lot more angrier, and it's taken a year and a half. And I don't want to say it, but if something doesn't happen soon, that, that straw will break on the camel's back. And uh, I wouldn't want to assume or presume or what might or might not happen. But unless we do something, unless we are engaged with on a higher level from cabinet or from the president, I, I don't know what will happen. And, and this is being blunt, Patricia. Look, the alcohol industry felt a, a lot of brunt with the on and offs, on and offs, but at least they've had some uh, air to breathe uh, when it was opened up. But the entertainment industry has never had any room to breathe. So, very, yeah, go ahead. Very much so. And even though a lot of our artists have spoken out of it via music, vocally, it still hasn't resonated. Uh, and, and yes, you are so right. Even back in the day with the tobacco industry, they were given reprieve. The alcohol industry has given reprieve. The restaurant industry has been given reprieve. And let's face it. 50 people in a venue is no form of economic reprieve in any form whatsoever. Not even when we were at 250 people in a venue is not any form of economic reprieve. Therefore, the artists are now actually getting so irritated and so itchy. Uh, um, you know, it's like a ticking time bomb, literally. You know, and, and Lord alone knows what will come out of it. Sharif, you know, last year, I saw a lot of artists, especially the musicians, going online. There's some theater online. There's a lot that, you know, was mushrooming under online. Could this not be the way forward for artists to try and galvanize support via online platforms and, and finding other ways and means using technology to ensure that arts are not uh, kept on the sidelines, but we continue? Yes and no, Patricia. Look, obviously, with the fourth industrial revolution, this is the route to go. Online streaming, digital platforms, and trying to make keep keep yourself relevant. Yes, but unfortunately, every time we go out, the views do not equate economically, and there's two key important factors because of that: a access to data, and secondly, the price of data. Now you still have to buy data and buy a ticket. It is not sustainable right now in this country and in this day and age with what we're going through. So the digital arena for our artists just do not pay dividends. It only what it does do is keep ourselves relevant. But unfortunately, for an artist to walk into any studio to keep themselves relevant, they still have to pay that technical company. And if the artist is not earning any money, it doesn't work. So it's a catch-22 situation, Patricia. 
It's a situation I totally understand. I mean, even if you had access to data, um, you, you could afford it and um, you, you, you were willing to buy the ticket and pay for the data. If you look at the infrastructure that we have in South Africa, stable data is not possible in most parts of the country. So obviously the artists are still going to be faced with an issue of people not being able to log on because of the infrastructure that our internet service providers are providing us with. Sure, catch 22. Sad. It's very sad, Patricia. It's very sad. The vicious circle. Uh, we're in the Lord's hands. Uh, I'm, 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 as, as a country, uh, we are a strong believer in, in, in our faith and uh, we look forward to somebody eventually opening their eyes and realizing that there is a creative sector and there is a people that need help. And this is something that we've been crying out for uh, when we speak to the, the, the hierarchy is National Command Council should stop listening to naysayers and people that think they know our industry and listen to the people that do know their industry so we can guide them because we are fully prepared to look after ourselves. The whole value chain, from the technical to the artist, just give us the opportunity to prove our self-worth and we can assist ourselves as well as the GDP of our country to a road of recovery and reconstruction. Let's go to a break and we'll be back after this. Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 614 Hey SFM, hey Patrice, it's Siander. And I, f- first of all, <clears throat> what I think about this guy's name, and by the way, I'm also like an underground musician, right? One thing I've noticed in this industry, right, is it's, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. If we could just get that thing off, maybe there would be a change. I don't know, but that's what I think. And my question to our guest is, do you think that these new apps like TikTok and all these apps which you could actually make your, let's say, maybe music trend could work? And if so... How? Thank you. Good evening, uh, Patricia. Good evening, the A-teamers, SAFM listeners. This is A-teamer born free here in the Western Cape. Um, I'd just like to concur and say that it's quite sad that the government is not paying attention towards the arts and 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 and, and the, the 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 music can do in, in influencing the culture of South Africa. Now, as a result, we are still um we're still a generation that is acting in different or is acting differently to what we actually see because of what we see and what we listen to but um the other thing that i'd like to add on the conversation is that uh, above everything else the 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 covid-19 has has actually um, t- taught most artists to do things themselves because there are a lot of things involved in music. Some things are not even necessary. So one thing that's positive about COVID is that it has taught independence to artists. Yeah, and um, if that's a good thing, I don't know. Thanks. Well, uh, those are the comments from some of our A-teamers. Uh, Sherry Figa, please do weigh in on them. Yeah, you know, he's 100% right. If COVID has taught us anything, is to be independent. 
and you know joining that with the first uh, uh, caller was that you know in, in the past uh, a lot of musicians and artists were held to ransom to the the big names in the music industry as far as record labels are concerned but the with the adverse event again of fourth industrial revolution there are now a lot of independent record uh, labels in fact you can become your own record label and if you push the app and if it is if the universes and planets align correctly you can be seen you can be heard and you know a prime example is look at what happened with Martha Kaji and Jerusalem not just in this country throughout the world and look what it's also done for this country so there are possibilities out there um, and you know yes you know technology has made it in such a way that you've learned to do things by yourself which is a good thing because we've got to make sure and understand and live our lives that there will be a tomorrow as much as today is terrible there will be a tomorrow and i applaud both of them for still staying positive and in, in, in their demeanor and making sure they stay in the creative sector Oh, yeah. Positivity is what is needed. A way forward for us as uh, we are about to wrap up our conversation, Sheriff. Sure. I, 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 w- I will say this, and, 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 and this is, might just be a, a little bit long-winded, Patricia. The one thing that, it may have come a little late, but never mind, we are there now. The Department of Sports and Arts and Culture, under the leadership of Minister Nati and Tesla, brought various associations together. So to create a team that he could speak with and advise with. And the one thing that that team has learned, that the Department of Sports and Arts and Culture in the last year has, has been able to get their hands on over a billion rand to give back to the sector. And it has been going out constantly over the last year. But it just goes to show not even a billion rand can come close to looking after 1.3 million people in the creative sector that contributes to 18 billion rand to the GDP. We've still got a journey ahead of us, and I would like everybody in this country to understand or respect that there is a creative sector that's still lying in wait to be released back into society. How do we bring ourselves to a place where we can emulate Hollywood and, um, up, you know, uphold our own creative um, productions at such high esteem? Make sure that our artists are paid their royalties. Make sure that our artists are paid their dues. And there's a standard rate across the board. And there's no, you know, who do you know? How much are you willing to sacrifice in order for you to get that role or to get your song played? How, how do we get to that point? So, you know, out of negativity, there will always be some positivity. Without adversity, there's always opportunity. And through this COVID-19 time, we've been able to sit down and re-look at what we do and how we run our sector. And the very first thing that we've addressed is the copyright law bill, which is now sitting in front of the president so that we can get signed off. Once we've got that signed off and approved, that will take us to the next level. And it's not just from a music perspective, it's also from a film perspective, because we are a destination in, in the world for films to be made out of Hollywood and Europe. Now, what isn't stopping us from doing our own South African uh, work? Nothing. And now this is now uh, being able to launch itself in this country so that we can become the next or close to Bollywood, Hollywood, Nollywood, from a TV perspective 
as well as a musical score perspective to TV, but over and above that, our own music. And I say again, I go back to Master KG, look what he has done globally. Look what Black Coffee has done globally. We can do it. We just need to unite and make sure that all the principles are in place with the principal players. It can be done. It can be done, but it needs all of us uh, to come together uh, and make sure that it is done. Our voices need to sound as one. Um, you know, we shouldn't be speaking in uh, silos, but we should come together. And how do we come together? So this is the one thing that has taken its time, and that's been our Achilles heel. You know, if you look at the Sports Federation, uh, it falls under SASCOC, and whether you're PSL, whether you're rugby or cricket, you fall under one house, one, one federation, and that is the strength for the sporting fraternity. That's something we don't have in the musical world. As much as there is the, uh, the, fed, the SIFSA, which is the, now the new federation uh, for the music and the creative uh, uh, world, it still needs to be formalized and, and solidified, and that's taking the journey. Once we have done that, it will definitely create unity in, uh, in, in our sector, and that will be a game changer. We've got to be able to put, away, put aside our, our differences and stand together under a one federation, under the leadership of whomever, and that will be the game changer. But until we do that, we are going to be working in silos, and it is just going to be spinning our wheels in the moment. Thank you so very much for joining us, Sharif. Um, how do we get in touch with uh, the Southern African uh, Communications Industry Association? Uh, you can, on, on my email, it is sharif at sakia.org.za. That's S-H-A-R-I-F at sakia, S-A-C-I-A dot org dot Z-A, And I will reply to any form of communication at any time. Excellent. Thank you so very much for joining us. Good evening to you. Thank you. Good evening.